This is episode 19 with InstaFame formula creator and CEO at Ella J. May and Associates, Ella May. This is Pencil Leadership. My name is Chris Anderson. And finally realizing my master's degree only taught me so much, I decided to start on a journey to learn more about what it truly means to be a pencil leader and how we can leave a positive mark on people and the world around us. So each week, I'm going to bring you a topic or a guest that will help guide us on our way to grow and leave a positive mark wherever we go. So if you're ready, take out your pencils and let's begin. Do not go where the path may lead. Go instead where there is no path and leave a trail. Ralph Waldo Emerson. And that is exactly what our guest today did when she set out to become an influencer in Instagram. Starting as a copywriter, she decided that she wanted to make a difference through Instagram and and saw that everything she was being told just wasn't working for her. So she created her own path and started her own formula to help others get success from Instagram as well. Ella, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, we're excited to just take a lot of good information from you today and be able to apply it to our lives. But first, I would love to kind of hear a little bit about you and and your story. Absolutely. Yeah. So I actually started out my entrepreneurial venture as a copywriter. Um, I had a really good mentor in the area. I was good at sales. I was good at writing. I put the two together and off I went. So I was essentially a freelancer. I had great clients. And it was around two and a half years ago that I started getting really, really curious about Instagram. And truthfully, I started seeing the the rate of return on influencer marketing. Mm -hmm. And I was sort of like, wow, this is insane. This is really high. This isn't going anywhere. So I started to look at influencers. And I was sort of like, you know what? What? What made them so interesting? Like, how do they get in front of so many people? Why does everyone care about their opinion? And I was like, you know what? I'm going to become an influencer. I'm going to figure this out. Nice. So I holed up in my apartment for like a whole weekend. <laughs> I sifted through like 200 YouTube videos. I did everything they told me to do. I posted three times a day. I put a theme on my page. I primarily talked about fitness. I put a color scheme on there. And if anything, I lost followers. <laughs> That's when I realized there was so much garbage out there when it came to information around Instagram. And I really was like, okay, I need to go back to the drawing board and find the things that really move the needle, like what actually Mm -hmm. impacts an account and allows it to grow and also to, you know, reach more people effectively. Mm -hmm. So I essentially kind of figured out this system and with implementation, my account went from about 1100 followers to 25,000 in a year. Wow. Um, The biggest thing is I was making a really big rate of return off of it. Like I was booking copy clients. I was working with pretty big brands. I was doing influencer work. Like I was like, wow, this is a huge income generating tool. So what started to happen was my copy clients were like, yeah, yeah, we want our sales page. But like, how did you do this Instagram thing? Hmm. And I was like, I don't know. I just kind of figured out this system that worked on my account. I have no idea if it'll work on yours. And they were like, well, can you give it a shot? I was like, sure, why not? (laughs) So I did. And it was within like, quick within four to five months, Instagram just naturally made its way to the forefront of my business. Um, so now I have, you know, one-on-one clients that I help with, uh, in, with their Instagram strategy and with visibility. Uh, we have a group coaching program. We just launched a membership. Uh, so it's been a really cool journey. That's awesome. That's so cool. Just to kind of see, uh, people's journeys where it starts and how they get to where they are now. And, um, the hard work that goes into it, like you said, you locked yourself in your apartment, we're studying, was, 
grinding away to try to get this figured out and, and eventually it kind of clicked for you. And, and that's awesome because I think so many people look at starting a business or starting a venture and they don't think about the work it's going to take. They just see, oh, people are successful. Uh, and they, so they don't think about that or they don't see that part. They're just like, oh, those people got lucky or whatever um, when it really took a lot of hard work. So that's really cool to see um, that story kind of unfold for you. But like starting out, I guess, so I, what is your target market or audience and how did you figure that out? Mine personally, you're yeah. asking? Yeah. Well, initially, like Instagram was always just a pet project for me, right? Mm -hmm. Like I had no intention of making it part of my business. So right. initially I was just really interested in getting the things I already bought for free or getting paid yeah. to use them. Um, but what started to happen is I, I noticed that I was really interested in other entrepreneurs stuff. And, you know, and just with my copy background, I was always kind of looking at how people presented their businesses and with captions mm. and whatnot. So naturally those just happened to be the accounts that I engaged with, that I started to open up a network with. And one thing that's really cool about Instagram is the fact that it's this open platform, mm -hmm. meaning like Facebook, for example, is a closed platform. Like yeah. I want to connect with you on Facebook. I need a friend request you. You need to right. vet me if you want to add me. So it's closed that way. Instagram, I can find you from a hashtag. Mm -hmm. And it's also very appropriate. Like it happens all the time on there where you can DM people you don't know. Yep. So through there, I end up connecting with, you know, coaches, mentors, clients, all that stuff just by kind of being curious and engaging mm -hmm. in, in what I was interested in. And I guess for anyone listening, if, uh, if you fall into this category of you're just starting a business or you want to or whatever, really pay attention to what you're curious about. Like, what are you just like kind of driven to figure out for no reason, even if it doesn't make sense or it doesn't align with your business? Um, that's what's always led to the biggest breakthroughs. Mm -hmm. So really, it was just kind of a little bit by default, but as I started to see results with it, I was sort of like, oh, okay. So I really want to focus in this area. Okay. That's awesome. And I think that a lot of people sometimes don't, or they have trouble finding that audience or that target market. And so you're, you're basically saying, find what intrigues you find, what kind of draws your attention and that you enjoy and, and kind of go after that. Yeah. And what I would say too is you like you're an entrepreneur, right? You right. know that mm -hmm. at the bottom of, or at the bottom, at the end of the day, you need your services need to be giving your clients a rate of return, mm. whether that's actually money or it's knowledge or it's confidence or whatever it might be. Yep. So for anyone who's like looking to find their target market, what I would encourage you to do is figure out who you can help the best right now. And a lot of the time when I talk to my clients about this, they're like, but Ella, I can help moms and I can help, you know, other, like, you know, right. these five groups of people. I'm like, Hey, that's awesome. Who can you help? Like in your sleep, like their mm -hmm. problems are so easy for you to solve. It's what you eat for breakfast. <laughs> that's who your target market is. And you're still going to get the outskirts. Like you'll still yeah. get the people along the way that, you know, aren't totally that person, but are along for the ride. But what you want, especially initially, like you want success stories in your business. You want raving fans. You want people who are going to recommend you. So really focus on whether it's, you know, health, fitness, uh, your chef, whatever it might be. Focus on the problem you can solve in your sleep. Like it's so easy for you to solve. 
Cause I know when I'm hiring a professional, like if I'm hiring a trainer, mm-hmm. I want my problems to be like what they eat for breakfast. Yeah. Like they're like, Oh my God, I'll have you there in no time. This is going to be so sure. like, I want that level of confidence. Right. Right. And, and you don't want to, and it, it can be hard to fake that. So mm-hmm. be authentic with it. And also know that, you know, you probably have a skill set. Everyone thinks some of their most innate talents they're not that valuable because they kind of think everybody can do them or whatever. Yeah. Whereas like you have a skill set that's really valuable to some people. So sure. have faith in that. That's awesome. Yeah. And so I think that's, that's a good point is like having faith in, in your talents and your skills and, and your abilities, because yeah, I think so many, so many times people are like, Oh, someone's already doing that. Or, or there's gotta be someone doing that already when you're an individual, a unique individual and only have certain traits together. Uh, and you're the only type of person that can do that. And so just go for it and try and see how you can improve that audience for sure. Um, but I know starting out, it's always kind of hard to, to reach those people or, um, even get on the right footing. So what were some challenges that you faced when you kind of really realized that Instagram was going to be a good revenue source or a good, and good outreach. Um, what were some challenges you faced with growing that? Oh my God, everything. <laughs> um, I was talking with one of my, one of my friends the other day, who's also an entrepreneur. And we were uh-huh. saying, well, like if there was actually like a day-to-day recorded of an entrepreneur, like <sighs> nobody would watch it. It would be so boring. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. like it's, it's a grind sometimes, but yep. what were the challenges that I faced? Um, I think honestly, I had a really big leg up in the sense that I was always very interested in entrepreneurship. I had, okay. I always had a drive to do my own thing. I didn't always know how to channel it. So I worked in jobs for, you know, way too long. Mm-hmm. But what I would do when I was in, you know, when I was in steady employment, like working for somebody else, I would take advantage of my paid vacation days and I would go to conferences. I would network with other entrepreneurs. Like I was just really curious and like driven to get around other people who are doing what I'm doing. And through there, like I've met business partners through there where we've launched projects together. One of, uh, somebody who's like one of my favorite people in the world, he's been a mentor of mine for over a year now. I met him cause he was speaking at one of those conferences. So I would say in terms of the challenges, you're going to have challenges. I've sure. never had anything that has stretched me <sighs> nearly as much as entrepreneurship has. Right. And if, you know, if no one in your immediate circle has achieved the kind of life that you want or gone through, you know, what you're going through, you're going to need to outsource. Mm. So look for masterminds, look for people who can help you along the way. A lot of the time, the people that we think are like the most inaccessible because they're so successful or whatever, they're usually quite happy to help. And when you show up for those guys and you implement, that's when things can happen where they're like, hey, I'm launching a mastermind. Would you want to be in my beta program? Because I can't launch it with nobody in there or whatever. And you're just like, oh my gosh, now I get access to this person for so cheap or for free just because I showed up and I, you know, I, I implement, I did the stuff they told me to do. So find, I think honestly, finding a guide, like you need someone who's been where you've been, who can tell you it's going to be okay. And also just to get yourself out of your own box in terms of, you know, you you don't know what you don't know. Exactly. Helping you with that journey. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's huge. And and one of the like pencil leadership traits is knowing that we can't do it alone. Uh, We have to be held by someone else. We have to be guided. Uh, And so to humble ourselves and ask for help, seek that counsel and guidance and, I guess, do you have any personal mentors that you really look up to right now or that in the past have really shaped you into who you are today? 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, the biggest one, and I'm such a fan of this guy, and I talk about him all the time, is Anthony Trucks. Okay. He's uh, an ex-NFL player turned into, he's got a massively successful business now. He's a coach, an author, a speaker. And not only is he, you know, really cool story, super successful, he's like the type of person you wish every successful person was like, like incredibly <laughs> kind, just such a That's good awesome. person. And he, I, he started out as a coach. I got his online program and then I did some coaching with him. Um, and then we sort of went apart for a couple months and I circled back and was like, Hey, I really need your help in my business. And something like that just happened where, uh, we, so we started working together again. And then he was like, Hey, I'm launching this mastermind and you know, I need some good people in there. So do you want to be grandfathered in at this like hmm. much lower rate? And I was like, Oh my gosh, totally. So now I get to work with him weekly. And to be honest, my business would be nowhere near where it is if it wasn't for him. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's been totally game changing. Jim Fortin has been another huge influence on me. I was managed to work with him. He's got a great group coaching program. Um, but to be honest with coaches, like, cause there's so many out there. I find mm -hmm. if you're like looking for a coach right now, or you, you know, you need guidance and you're listening to this, really trust your intuition. Like the people that I've worked with that have given me, you know, the things I needed, I like, I knew on some level, I'm like, I have to figure out how to work with this guy or this girl. Like, I know this, I know I need to do this. And right. so re you like really trusting your intuition because you know, there's, there's good ones and there's ones that aren't for you at the moment. Sure. Um, and, and yeah, you're, I mean, I always want someone who's like at least 10 steps ahead of me in business. Yeah. Like yeah. I want them to be at a point where like, I can't even really imagine myself being yet because my problems are what they eat for breakfast. Right. Like they're yeah. so easy to them. Yeah. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think that's a definitely a good place to start when looking for a coach is definitely someone who's been there. Uh, and again, like you said, following your intuition, like you'll know, uh, mm -hmm. if it's right or not. And, and just kind of taking that because there's no other way that we're going to get to that next level, that next step. Uh, by ourselves we have to have others to to um lift us up i guess it's like that quote where um, we succeed because we stand on the shoulders of the giants and it's the same kind of concept is finding those mentors and coaches to really lift us up um yeah absolutely so uh, oh go ahead oh no, no yeah sorry i was just gonna say like just because you're a genius in grade three you're still dumb <laughs> in grade eight you know like yeah, it's like one yeah. of those things where like you're not at that level and nor should you be Yep. Yeah, You haven't gone through it. So right. find someone to tutor you. Basically. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I like that. Um, so with that, like, and I think Instagram's a big way that we can one, find those coaches and connect, like you said, because mm -hmm. it's an open system. Uh, so what would you suggest people do to start kind of growing their own following if they're looking to increase like you did, um, with your audience, um, kind of dig into that a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's sort of two parts to that. So the mm -hmm. first is like growing a following and the second yeah. is the connection aspect, right? For sure. So I have booked a lot. I have created a lot of clients that have come from Instagram. Uh -huh. I can tell you the highest rate of return I've gotten from it is not clients. It's the people I've connected with. It's getting gotcha. in the proximity of people that have been a lot more successful than me mm -hmm. because we live in this really cool time where everybody's a DM away. Yep. Like I'm 32 right now. And like when I was, you know, 13, 14, the only way you got in touch with a public figure was those like really scammy, like contact any celebrity <laughs> websites that yeah. had fake phone numbers. <laughs> but now we live in this super cool world. So, so in terms of the first aspect, growing your following, 
What you really need to do, and this is the biggest myth out there we hear when it comes to Instagram, mm -hmm. is that we hear that posting is what gets you followers. Post three times a day, you know, do yeah. all this stuff. Posting gets you in front of your followers. It okay. doesn't really get you the only time it gets you new followers is if for some reason that post goes viral and ends up on the explore page gotcha. which is the explore page is the only way to go viral on instagram right yeah, right so what you need to do is you need, need to get onto other people's feeds so what this means is engage instagram's a community right yep. and they created it that way so you need to engage i need to be like oh chris like my photo who's chris and i go to his account right or go to your account yeah. And if you've done this in a way that's like, that's a bit strategic, most likely, you know, you're engaging with me because I'm following accounts that are similar to yours, or right. I'm obviously interested in what you do based on my activity. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, cool. He has this podcast. He has this business. This is totally what I'm into. Awesome. So now I'm able to follow and connect with you. Right. right. Another really, so kind of the second part of the question, another really big thing is, is connecting on yep. Instagram. So you want to take advantage of every chance you have to get in touch with people that are more successful than you. So what this means is like when you're listening to a podcast, for, in for instance, screenshot mm -hmm. the podcast, tag the person who hosts it, tag the guest. Because what happens when you tag someone in your stories, for example, yep. um, like if I were to do a story right now and I tag you in it, yeah. you're going to get a DM that yep. says like, Ella J. May tagged you in a story, right? Yep. Anybody who's in business right now knows that attention is almost, is, you know, at the same level as money. Yeah. Everybody wants attention. So, For sure. you know, this is why like Lewis Howes, Gary Vee, all these guys, they still respond to every DM. They manage all their comments, everything, because they know that relationship with their audience is their lifeline. For sure. So more than not, you tag these people, right? They get a DM. More than not, they'll reply to you and just say, hey, thanks for listening or whatever. And you're able to be like, yeah, no problem. Love your stuff. This makes a really easy opening for like as your business develops, as you develop, if you ever go back to these guys or something's, you know, something comes up again, you've got this little history of you mm. not asking for anything, but just adding value to them, spreading the word about what they're doing. For and sure. it's a very warm introduction to what, you know, what possibly could be an invaluable relationship. Absolutely. So, yeah, like really use every opportunity you have, whether you're like reading a book right now or you're into a blog or you're listening to podcasts or whatever, screenshot it, put it in your stories, tag the people and just start getting noticed by the people you want to be around. Yeah. And uh, would you say that you should do it a certain number of times or just as it comes kind of thing? Is there too much to post? Is it is there a limit <laughs> that, that hurts you with tagging people or? Uh, I, you know, keep it relevant. Yeah. Like don't, you know, don't post don't something spam it everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And just like <laughs> spam tag. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't appreciate that. Um, but no, in terms of stories and stuff, like go nuts and okay. do it and do, but do what's relevant, do what you're actually interested in, like be yep. authentic with it For sure. in terms of posts, to be honest, like if you're someone who you, you have the, the time and the resources to post three times a day, amazing. <laughs> you're not spamming people. Probably most of your followers aren't seeing your posts anyways. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but just keep them really like if you're going to post, let's say, okay, let's say you're going to post five times a week. Don't you dare post five times a week on Instagram about your business. That's not why I'm there. Yeah. I'm on Instagram to like bounce around, hang out, see, see who's on there, read a funny meme. And I want to know about you and your life and your business is a part of your life, but show me the other sides too. LinkedIn, totally different. It's completely yeah. appropriate to post only about your business on LinkedIn. 
Right. right? Yep. But Instagram, I'm kind of, I'm going to go over there to kind of make sure you're real. Like I mm. want to see some behind the scenes, like some stories, see like what you're all about. Maybe you have a family, maybe you have a girlfriend, a wife, husband, whatever. Right. Right. But I, you know, I want to see kind of the other aspects of your life and not just have it be a promotional page. Yeah, for sure. I think that's important. Yeah. Cause I mean, I see, I go to some people's pages and it's all, um, about Bitcoin, which is not around Bitcoin, but it's all about that or all just random quotes with, uh, random people's pictures or random, but nothing about them at all. And it's yeah. like, okay. And, and it's like, their name's not even like a real name or something, you know, it's like, Oh okay. yeah, well, I got the point there. But <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I think I like uh, what you said about ma like making your page, let people see kind of your real life too. Uh, Cause I think it just makes a better connection for sure uh, with that. Um, now I do have a question when, with mm -hmm. stories, we talked about tagging, obviously whoever's in the podcast that you, you snap on there or whatever. I've heard kind of conflicting things with it. Do you um, tag them in it and show that like at Lewis house or do you, I've heard people say, no, you got to hide it underneath behind the picture. So it's not as um, crowded. What do you have a take on that? Um, like, I would say don't make this overly complicated. Yeah. Tag who's relevant. Yeah. Um, I don't have a problem with showing mine. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, nowadays on stories, you can, you know, minimize the photo and kind of, you can really organize it nicely. Right. So there is a thing like around with what you're saying, it's much more common for people to do hashtags and hide mm, them. Okay. So that they're yeah. showing up on the hashtag story and whatnot. Yeah. As far as I know, that's still working. Like if you had, if you well, do a hashtag, whatever, and you hide it, your story will still show up for that hashtag. Right. However, I don't like Instagram's pretty smart and they might catch yeah. on to that if you're doing it in a spammy way. I got you. So yeah, like I would say just, you know, do what's relevant, organize it in a way that, you know, doesn't look too cluttered. Right. And yeah, for now, if you need to hide one or two things, you can, but I would also just like keep it simple. Don't, yeah. Don't make it this huge thing where you're like, oh, I have to post a story and like, oh, there's like eight steps to that. Like, <laughs> right. Then you won't sure. do it. Yeah. Just do like a quick whatever. Hey, I'm doing this. Hey, what's up guys? Kind of thing. And yeah, yeah, I think that's, and I think, yeah, myself included definitely have overthought the process before and, and made it too difficult when it doesn't really need to be. I mean, it's a, it's just to share information, share your life, share what's going on and how you can help people. And, um, and that's real. The, the end of the day is it's, can we serve others with it and can we help other people? And, um, so yeah, I think this is, it's a great tool, but what I know they've talked about, and I don't, I haven't heard anything else about Instagram taking away the likes and things of that nature. I, I didn't know if you had a perspective on that, what you thought that could do good or bad to the community there. Well, they've already done that. Like, um, oh, okay. Is it not active in your area yet? Oh, uh, maybe not. Like where you don't see the number of likes on the photo? I would have to. Like you on yeah, the bottom. No, you I, just... still, I still see likes on mine. Yeah, yeah. But you see like liked by so like, do you see the number or is it like like how many by... likes? Yeah, I see how many likes. Okay. So interesting. And where are you located? Indiana. Well, okay. On my personal ones, I don't. But if I'm looking on like the feed, I'll see how many likes total. Oh, interesting. Cause I thought yeah. it was rolled out all through the U S now. 
So Instagram trialed this in Canada, Australia, and Italy initially, where they actually took away the number of likes. So what would happen is you still see under a photo, you see liked by, you know, two, three people and And, others, Yep. but you don't actually see the number. So what's what's been really, and I I think it's rolled out through most of the US, to be honest, I'm sure there's just still like, you know, versions of the app that are sure, like if you were to delete and reinstall, maybe it'd be different. But um, yeah, and and it looks like that's going to be a permanent change. So with them taking away the number of likes, I think that did a few things. For one is it it kind of halted some of the jumping on the bandwagon activity. Yeah. For example, if you're like scrolling through your feed and you see, you know, an influencer's post that has 14,000 likes, a lot of the time you'll just like jump on board with that. Whereas now you have to like actually be engaged with it to Mm -hmm. do anything on it. Right. Another big thing is around, especially around the younger generation with social media, like there were people just doing really unsafe things because they were, they were posting videos solely Mm. to get reactions, to get, you know, to get engagement. Whereas when this happened, it's, it's just not as likely that they're, you know, Instagram thought it's not going to be as likely they're going to be as affected by it. And also I won't see it as much unless I'm like really actively engaged in that sort of Mm. content, those sort of accounts, whatever. Right. Um, so I think, I mean, ultimately to be honest, it's, I'm in Canada and it's been, I haven't seen likes now for, I feel like at least six months. Uh I prefer it. Okay. So you don't even, you don't even get a notification that someone liked it. Oh yeah, yeah, no. Oh, I get okay, I'm sorry. And I okay. can see it on my account. Like if I okay. click on the photo, it'll uh-huh. show me the total type thing. But on huh. other people's accounts on my feed and stuff, I don't see the amount of likes. Like I'll see liked by, you know, Chris yeah. Anderson and hundreds of others or whatever. Oh, okay. But there's no number at the bottom. Huh. Yeah. So I guess I need to update. I don't know if you can see it. I'm showing her on the video, guys. So oh, crazy. Well, yeah. I mean, I, it might just be that you know. Maybe I need to update. Reason. Maybe I'm behind on the update. <laughs> well, maybe don't update. I don't know if you like it. Yeah, but... I don't. I don't. I guess I would. I didn't even notice it changed really on on mine. The yeah, the like by so I don't think it matters too much. But um, no, I I thought it it could be good because I think and this is kind of a little off topic, but I think so many people are get struggling because of the likes like oh it didn't get mm-hmm. likes and and so it goes back to the whole like how they see themselves and the mentality behind it um but yeah so i think that the big takeaways so far has been like just be authentic connect mm-hmm. with one another um and just be real i think those are the main kind of goals to grow your audience if i took away what you're saying right from from today's show for sure Yeah. And I mean, your audience is mainly entrepreneurial, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, perfect. So one thing you want to keep in mind, especially when it comes to Instagram Mm. is Instagram is not a sales platform. It doesn't perform well as a sales platform. Actually, the reason why that first algorithm change happened where we went from chronological Uh. to activity-based and everyone complained about it, right? (laughs) Because it used to be when you followed people, like if I followed you and you posted two seconds ago, I went onto my feed, I'd see your post because you yep. posted most recently, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Now it's completely different. Like we could follow the same hundred people, sit down we side by different. side and our yeah. feeds are different based on our activity. The reason why that changed was because there was all these accounts that were selling like, you know, bikinis and makeup brushes and whatever that were clogging up feeds, posting 18 times a day. 
and users were going off the app. It was losing engagement because of it. So of course those users could have just unfollowed those accounts, but stats were showing they weren't. So Instagram was like, okay, no, 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 we're going to switch this so that people only see what they're interested in so we can keep them on the app longer. Smart. So when you're using Instagram, you want to create it as a platform to connect. This Mm. is not a sales platform. Right. When you're connecting with people that are already interested in what you're doing, whatever, what you want to have set up is some support systems where you can send them to, Mm. to have a conversation about your training program, about your services or about theirs, whatever. Yeah. That's more appropriate. So this might be you put them onto your email list. This might be they come into your Facebook group. This could be they come onto a 15 minute call with you or go to your website, whatever it might be. Yeah. But don't try to sell or close deals on Instagram. You'll have a really hard time. Yeah. Because it's just not designed for that. Just right. focus on community. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, just building those connections. I mean, because it, it takes time regardless even to, to, to sell, quote unquote, because I mean, you need to have that connection with someone first before they're going to even trust you because it's, it's going to be someone they might not even know or have ever heard of. And absolutely. so, yeah, I agree 100%. It's just making that connection, being authentic. Um, and then people will see that and be able to kind of understand and, and want to interact more with you. So no, I think that's great, great information. And I think it's a great, I think it was a smart thing Instagram did with that change in algorithm. Um, totally. For like, everyone. I want to see ads. I want to see yeah. ads that are relevant to me. Like, exactly. Why not? You right. Know? Yeah. I, and I know now they're doing ads in the stories. Um, yeah. They've been doing that for a while. Okay. Uh, and I, I don't think they they seem as spammy. They don't. I kind of just kind of flows from my perspective. I don't know if you feel the same about that or not. I mean, yeah, I think they do a good job with it. Like yeah. you know, Instagram's owned by Facebook. Facebook right. is a beast when yeah. it comes. Like they are, they have great foresight. They're they've done a really good job with their platforms. And yeah, I mean, I think they've done a pretty good job with it. Instagram is definitely veering more towards having, you know, you get seen more if you put on, if you put up paid content. Mm -hmm. So this could be, you just boost a post to get in front of more people for like five bucks. It could be you run a whole marketing campaign. Right. Um, But my only thing with that is I would say like, if you're doing something in terms of sales, like, and you're putting that as an ad, that's obviously a good marketing strategy. For sure. Don't take people straight to a checkout page. Take them to a masterclass. Take them to your Facebook. Like take them somewhere where they can then kind of settle into your stuff mm-hmm. and then have a follow-up sequence to that. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's important instead of yeah, just going straight to okay, buy this, buy this. It's you're adding more value to them in their journey. And so I think that's huge as well. But um, well, Ella, I, I'm appreciative of everything you've taught us and brought to us today. Um, for sure. I know it's some great information that the listeners will be able to implement uh, in their journeys. But before you go, um, I'd love to ask you a couple of questions just related to pencil leadership. I try to ask um, all the guests here. Um, the first one is, have you ever been through a really hard time or made a mistake that now looking back on, you've seen the positive from it? You've seen what it has um, brought you to be now? No. I'm joking. Of course. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm like, no, I've never made a mistake. Oh gosh. Totally. Yeah. I, I think one of the biggest ones for me is, is when I was, you know, first growing my Instagram, I was doing mm-hmm. a lot of influencer work. Okay. So with influencer work meant a lot of photo shoots gotcha. and I was kind of primarily in fitness. So it was fitness style shoots. And I remember getting, I'd never done professional photos, you know, like shoots before that. Yeah. 
And I remember getting the first set of photos back and I was just like, oh my gosh, like I want to be thinner. I want to be prettier, oh. all this stuff. So I went on, I was, yeah, I can be committed to a fault sometimes. So I went <laughs> on essentially this prep diet of like uh -huh. very low calorie, very low carb. And this is a, a diet intended for like a week before okay. something big. And I stayed on it for four months. Oh, wow. With workouts, all this stuff. So basically I crashed my adrenals. I tanked my thyroid. My metabolism was at a standstill. I burnt out all my cortisol. So basically I had no motivation. I, right. I, I would roll over and get dizzy. Ugh. And, um, you know, by the time I landed the doctor, we did all this blood work. They were just like, what, what is going on? Like, what mm. did you do to yourself? I was just like, right. oh, so anyways, it was about a two month recovery period where I couldn't do, I couldn't walk. I couldn't wow. do anything. I really just had to chill. I could barely do anything in my business. And what, but what taught me, what was really interesting mm -hmm. was that I kind of, I realized that I had this pattern of burning myself out. Huh. I had this pattern of going hard, 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 crash, yep. going hard, 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 crash. And I'm so happy it happened before, mm. you know, my, I really got into it with my business. Cause I'm sure if it hadn't of, I would have crashed midway through launches. I would have crashed, yeah. but it really taught me to be, you know, a lot kinder to myself and also to identify like, why do I feel I need to like work out seven times a day <laughs> do this? Or like, why do I feel yeah. I need to work 16 hour days all the time? Like right. I kind of identified a bit of a worthiness issue there. Mm. So it, and it was by far one of like, it was the hardest health crash I've gone through. It was Man. insane, but wow very happy it happened when it did. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing that. I, I think a lot of people can relate. Uh, and I know not maybe through the workouts, but there's through, um, grinding day in and day out mm. and just the wear on you. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and, and knowing when you kind of need to take a step back and, and take a breath and, and, and recharge for sure. So uh, that's a great one. Thank you so much for sharing that. Mm. Um, the next one and, and the last one we'll ask is, so after everything is done here on earth for you, you've, you've gone through life here. Um, what do you want your positive mark to be that people see that you've left? Good question. <laughs> what do I want my positive mark to be? Uh, to, like, to be honest, like, uh, Oh, this is like, there's two <laughs> things coming to me. So to be honest, I would say the two things I would love to leave to mm -hmm. anybody I care about, or even, you know, anybody who comes across it would be the power of connection and forgiveness. Awesome. Um, forgiveness has been a huge, huge lesson I've been learning in these past six months or so. And it's just mm. been incredible what it's done for me personally, my business, everything. Yeah. Um, and just letting that go and connection, just because I think that's why I was always drawn towards social media, because Mm -hmm. I love connecting with people and I love finding cool stories and, and make, and, you know, making connections for people. So, and I think we miss out on so much because we think that we're being rude or like, you know, right. we're imposing, or we think that that person will never talk to us <sighs> or whatever. And it's like, who cares? Yep. Like people love being told that you like their stuff. They love being told that you appreciate them. They, yep. like, they even if they don't respond to it or they don't see it, like who cares? Like Absolutely. just like, put it out there. So yeah. I would say those would be two things I would love that anyone That's who awesome. comes across me gets. That's so awesome. Yeah. I mean, one forgiveness. Yeah. It will just take so much weight off you 
that you people carry around and it's yeah it's amazing what that'll do and then yeah connection i think we're made to be in community i think we're made to have connection all the time and i think we've lost a little bit of that with social media with the internet but i think i think it's starting to come back around um with like you said reaching out to people and being able to connect all over the world now and, and yeah. through, like through this through podcasts like i'm able to talk to people in israel and and europe and canada and and it's it's amazing just to be able to reach um, so many different people and hear stories. And so uh, I think that's huge and a great, great mark that you want to leave. And I'm sure that you will um, as you go about everything. But before we go, is there anything you'd like to like kind of promote or tell the audience about that you're working on or where they can find you? Uh, yeah, absolutely. So you can always find me on Instagram. I'm at ella.j.may. Uh, you can check out my site, ellajmay.com. So currently we have Instagram Academy, which is an eight-week live group training program where we go through exactly what to do to build and monetize your Instagram. Uh, we just launched a membership, which has been super fun. So it's at, like right now it's very much in beta. Uh, I'm only bringing in people I haven't worked with before because mm -hmm. I'm really interested in building content around the feedback that I get from that. Yeah. But that's definitely open. So that's really cool. And it's a lower price point to be able to work one-on-one -on -one with me. And, and then we do some one-on-one -on -one consulting as well. So come check it out. We have loads of free resources on the site. You can DM me on Instagram. I'm always on there. Uh, yeah. Come hang awesome. out. Awesome. Cool. Yeah, guys, check out her stuff. Check her out. Uh, connect with her. Um, you won't be sorry. So Ella, again, thank you so much for being on the show today. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was fun. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's show. If you enjoyed it, share this with someone else and make a positive impact on their life. Also, head on over and leave a five-star rating if you like anything you heard today. And let me know what you think so I can make this show better for you in the future. Go ahead and connect with me on Instagram at chris.t.anderson. Love to hear from you. Now let's go out and make a difference as pencil leaders.